Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment podcast where we come together and talk about TV shows, movies, and streaming services. I'm your host, Kevin Koala. To my immediate right, we've got one Nick, the man with a three-fingered movie review, Scarpino. To his right, my left, we've got Joey, one of the movie bros herself, Noel. There it is. There it is. I got a bone to pick with you here, Joe. Why? I'm sorry, Kevin. I know. I know. I'm interrupting you. A little intro. bit more. There's a little bit more. I know. I know. Wait, just like it. two seconds. Go for you it. Know. Well, now I'm not ready. Uh, you can catch this show live every week. The week, just nice, weekly. Nice. After Games Daily, it's at some point. One of those. Or days. if you don't want to figure out when it's going live, you can watch it as a video on demand on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. Uh, you could. Also, just listen to us in audio form on your favorite podcast services. If we're not on there, let us know and we'll add it to it. Um, you can help support us at patreon.com slash kindoffunny, like many, many of you did. So many of you came out yeah. last week, last month, and we appreciate it. And we just need you to do it again this month. Just <laughs> Please, God. Just, hey, his new studios are real expensive. Just getting expensive. Uh, here's here's the bone I have to pick with Joey, okay. mm-hmm. Kevin. Mm-hmm. May I? May yeah, I go for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, listen. I know I screwed you over with Lizzo. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I should have taken you to that concert. I should have yeah. taken you instead of my wife. I understand it. We would have enjoyed it on a different level or together. Because I like hanging out with. We could have done that as well. We could have all been three best friends, three's company. But when you get the opportunity to buy me a sweatshirt that to all the boys I've loved before, number two, uh huh, and you don't do it, that hurts. That cuts the core of me, Joe. Yeah, Joey from that. Joey from kind of funny. Uh, I didn't buy this. I got it sent to me. Wow, that's even cooler. <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah. So are you could literally get me. Are one. you not going no. to the screener tonight? Uh, no, I'm not going to the screener tonight. No, I know Nick doesn't do things after work. Sure. I do do things after work. I just don't do work things after work. Yeah, not with us. Yeah, no. no. I have uh, a whole other life out there. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got it sent to me, so I can't. I can't buy you one. It's Is this an exclusive influencer package that I received yesterday can you that you can currently see on my Instagram stories. Oh, that's really rad. I, if you like clicked on it or like liked the tweet that I put out, that'd be cool because they really Sirens like Sirens Then they'll know to send me more things for the third movie and maybe I can get something for Nick then. You There's know? the third movie coming. Oh, yeah. I assume There's so. A whole book There's series. three books. Kidding, yeah. Also, Lana Condor is everything, so <laughs> she deserves more of everything. Will mm. she mm. be at the screening tonight? She was at the New York one and the LA one. <laughs> That's New York and LA, though. San Francisco is like the the like crazy, more successful little brother that no one wants to spend time with in those two cities. I feel like she could be there tonight. If she's there tonight and I'm not there tonight, I will lose my shit. But then I'll just watch the movie on Netflix when it comes to Netflix because I love that series. That's next week. Next is, it next week? is Noah Centinella back for it? Yes. Excellent. And so they also sent me a really cozy blanket, and oh. an eye mask, and some socks, and a tote bag. Joe, we're going to oh. need you to keep all that stuff here. Oh, I already took it home. Oh, okay. I already took it home. Okay. My bad. Now for some quick housekeeping. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash shore and check out uh, a bunch of our merch. The PSI Love You sweater still out? Coming back. Coming it is back. coming back. They're working on restocking okay, it. Okay, so you haven't gotten I one. I think it comes back next week or maybe yet. the next week. Be on the lookout. There's you also the Super the, 40 shirt. Yeah, add to wish list button. And it'll tell you them. when it gets back in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it also tells them what sizes they should order. All right, that's a big one. Patreon producer list for this week has 19 names on it. Get Let's it. go Deep through breath. them. James Davis, David Mindtel, Mohammed Mohammed, Justin Toff, Drew Gardner. Uh, that's Blackjack. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. He asked me to change it so that he's just name. Blackjack everywhere, but okay. I haven't had a chance to do that sure. yet. Sure. Blackjack. All right. Uh, then how would you say that? 
Shiraz Razak? That is Blackjack. Oh, that just oh, said Blackjack. Got it. Got it. I, I thought you were saying Drew Garner. No, Drew Garner is Fruities. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, we also have Jared Brown, Cassandra Ramirez, Ian Jacob, uh, Zachary Smith, uh, Joseph Solar, Sean Fellows, Morgan Gorenson, uh, the nanobiologist, Frankfurter, uh, Jameson Shafransky. Uh, Quaid Burnett Stop and Al Tribesman. That was really cool. Uh, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, MeUndies, HelloFresh, Manscaped, but more about that later. Now let's talk about our big topic, the 92nd Oscars. Love it. Yeah. Can't exciting wait. stuff. I lo- I, I, I'm looking so forward to this, I have no idea who's hosting it. I don't even Doesn't know. Matter. I don't think they have one. They have a bunch of Do hosts. they just not have a host? It was, it was, they didn't do one list. last year, right? Well, it was just... supposed to be Kevin Hart last right, year, right? And then he had the it, tweets and then the, all, that, all that jazz that mm-hmm. came up. So, yeah, last year was like when they decided like when they he dropped out or like when they kicked him out or whatever that they're just going to do a bunch of like an amalgamation yeah. of hosts. And they confirmed that I think like a month ago that they're doing that again this yeah. year. Yeah. So like there's a giant list of who is hosting it. So yeah, it's really nobody's like, hosting it's it. It's essentially just elevated presenters. I mean, and, that like, kind of is. I think I'm it's like, for the best. I, I'm of so. two minds on that. Well, no, I mean. We'll see. It, I like the Billy I, Crystal I, musical numbers at the beginning. Yeah, I like, I like the, in, the the opening monologue of the Academy Awards, but I do agree that like having a host and then having people come out and just do the like like present the awards seems a bit redundant and mm-hmm. might be the thing that leads to the show being way too long, which it is every year. Every year, it's way too long. It is just like a Netflix series, just way too many filler episodes in there. We don't need them. Two hours, the show. Two hours. We don't need two. 90% of the awards that, that people talk. We don't need it. We don't need it. Mm. Give, put, give, put, give them the technical awards. Remember last year when they took out the cinematography award and we all were upset? Got really mad. That is a major component of filmmaking. Absolutely. And in that respect. But like, there's some shit in there that I'm like, we don't need best animated short. Like, that's just Why? not something sure. that. No, I agree just don't need that. it. I agree with that. Like, uh, they can give them the award, but I don't. We don't need these people. Like that's one of those things that I'm like, kudos to you, good for you. If you made an animated short that you got to make category for, so great. You- but that's five more minutes of my life that I could get back and spend listening to Roger Deakins, who is a fucking luminary and a guy that hopefully wins the cinematography award this year. Talk about his storied career and talk about what it was like to work on 1917. But I don't know that that's the right place for him to have this like podcasty story. Well, he's not gonna have a podcast, and they're gonna play him off. But what I'm saying is like, I there there is like to me, there's the hierarchy of people who deserve to sit on TV and think. And, and be presented with an award, and there's a lot of these smaller awards. There's a reason why they have the technical Oscars the night before, like the week before, hosted by what, what's her butt from Interstellar. <laughs> they always get her ass back to do it. Jennifer Lawrence? No, the uh, the girl that she played Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. They really? Are, you always see Anne Hathaway. You're like, good. That's where she belongs. Oh, at the, so at the technical wow. Oscars. At the technical wow. Oscars. There's I said it. a lot of shots. Today. I said it. I don't it. know if I like that. Emma Emma uh, Emma Stone hosted him one time too. I think. Yeah, and she's great. Yeah, she's awesome. She should, she should kick her up to the big game. Uh, first thing house. I want to talk about. Do you guys know what film has the most nominations? I'm guessing 1917. No. I guess the Irishman, and I was wrong. And Kevin said that I was second. So, 1917 and The Irishman both have 10 nominations. Yeah. There's one more. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood also has 10. So, those are all tied for number two spot. The number one, Joker, oh. with 11 nominations. Uh, Joker was one upsetting. of those movies that I, I I sort of resisted watching for a very long time because mm-hmm. I just couldn't wrap my brain around how they were going to tell a good story yeah. with the Joker. And when I finally sat down to watch it, I was fucking blown away. Interesting. I was blown away. Interesting. 
I because I that watched was that so one. well done and so so impactful. I thought so there were levels. some like major flaws with like uh, some of the decisions they made, specifically like the city just immediately like turning into this mob. Well, it, wasn't, it was it like wasn't it went from, though. It was like but when it went we start from, like, the story, they're on the cusp of like sure uh, of a like, fucking revolt but because like, of how poorly it's been. I, I run. feel like it went from like hey, these three people got murdered to like yeah, fuck rich people, and it was like I felt like there needed to be a little bit more. To make that connection, mm-hmm. and I like, I felt like not having that really w- like was a detriment to the movie, I, where it made it suddenly a comic book. I recently sure. watched uh, King of Comedy, which is like a I have lot. I've not watched that. It's is, um, is it worth it. It's hard absolutely because the you, first part because it's hard to get through. Um, I watched it and I was like, wow, the Joker is ninety eight percent a rip off of this movie. Um, sure, but that's uh, a Scorsese movie. Yeah, but you it's, can't you can't rip off your own material. Well, well Scorsese, Scorsese didn't, didn't do Phillips. this movie. He produced this movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. This, I mean, weird. this movie is an homage to like Taxi Driver. Yeah, and it's with the blessing of of Scorsese. That's why. Yeah, it's but like, I feel like, like, like what, what's so cool about Taxi Driver, I feel like, is like that there there's like um th- like that guy is broken in a way that like makes sense, and the way the 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 city slowly starts to rally behind him. Says he because almost he goes, produced it. But he didn't actually produce. Scorsese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was on it. Um, was he not? And no, I think Todd Phillips was, t- was just like, I love Scorsese. Oh, I, I apologize. I yeah. thought Scorsese I was executive producer. And, on this. With King of Comedy, I think is way more interesting because it's not titled like with the title of someone you know is going to go batshit insane by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like when you see um, who's the 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 guy who um, fuck I forget his name. Uh, he was in The Irishman. He was in um, Taxi Driver. And yeah, what's like that. Uh, Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah. De Niro. Like you don't know how fucking crazy he's gonna get at the uh, by the end of that movie. So at the beginning, it's way more interesting to see him s- s- it being slowly revealed, like how insane he really is, and the crazy shit he does to like get onto the show to do his stand up comedy mm. and all of this stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't that's know. the one where he has the fake set built in his house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like fucking kind in, of imagining a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And he like yeah. lives with his mom. Like there's a lot of, a lot of people are saying like this uh, Joker was an homage to the taxi driver, which I do agree with, but like the, the plot and like kind of the beat for beat is almost like 98% of just the King of comedy. And See, like, I think it made I, it a I, way I feel like less it, it's, interesting. It's very film. much a mixture of both those yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, um, and, but like after watching the, uh, what I'm trying to say is after watching that movie, it was just like, I was even more frustrated by Joker. I was yeah. like, wow, I feel like it's even less original because of that. And I'm still like blown away by how many people are like, yeah. Oh shit, this is like the bee's knees. To me, it's and and that's that was the predisposition I went in thinking. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna hate this because like, I'm gonna feel it's gonna be a rip off of these two things. But what I liked about it was that he took those themes that I think are fairly universal and brought them into the modern era and made it kind of like to me it was it, it was more about it focused on the the disparity between the disparity excuse me between uh, the wealthy and the utter the the poverty stricken. But also, I I really just appreciated his how he sort of painted mental health and how mm-hmm. he we saw this character who you know the system had all intents and purposes just couldn't help and failed and then when the system drops out and he can't get his medication anymore what happened so what I really really respected about Todd, what Todd Phillips did with this was I think he wanted to tell that story and he just no one would let him do it because they wanted to make money off of it and so mm-hmm. he smartly wrapped it around this he put the wrapper of the joker around it and kind mm-hmm. of made it a comic book movie so that people who necessarily <clears throat> wouldn't be open to that deep of a story kind of came in th- saying okay well that's an entry point that i can understand wrap my head around and then when you see that character devolve into this psychotic state 
it's it's all the more powerful because you're like, oh, that is how that could happen. And then, of mm-hmm. course, we see the sort of like some of the more I, I mean, I, to be honest, I felt that it was I, I just liked how much how grounded it really felt. Mm-hmm. And I think at times it actually felt more grounded to me than the Nolan movies, which is saying something because yeah. he really wanted that to be like a realistic take on it. Right. Or somewhat realistic. Yeah. There's parts where he's flying through China where you're like, right. no, 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 that's not how that works. But like there's that last scene where he's standing on the car and they like, just this beautiful shot of the city in chaos. And it's obviously like supposed to be a little bit like hyperbolic and like yeah. and, and crazy surreal at that moment because you're not sure of like how much of this shit is really like – like you, you know Actually the city's happening. erupted, but you yeah. Don't, you know, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of allegorical. Um, but I just thought, man, what a what a great what a great job they did with that. I was not expecting mm. to like it as much as I did. I I I liked certain aspects of it. I just kind of feel like it falls apart with uh, what I was saying earlier about the city turning so quickly to be on his side, and also the whole st- all the stuff that happens with him and uh, his neighbor, where it's just like very quickly. I was like, hmm, I don't trust this situation. Oh no, God no. Yeah, and it just like and we're when like. Well, I mean, That's but I'm not, I'm not. I'm trying to be as vague as no, possible. Yeah. When things are revealed, it's just like, yeah. see, <laughs> like immediately, I was like, no, something's wrong here. This isn't what it seems. I said it before, and I'll say it again. And I, and I, I thought, I thought the the city sort of uh, devolving into chaos. I thought it was supported. I can understand how you you wouldn't see that. I just wish totally we had. I wish we had gotten a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I like, think he chose purposely to focus on sort of like that character and staying with that character's mental state the entire time. And like when you see how he's misjudging some of the situations that is uh, that is a cause caused by his mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I loved how he treated it. I loved that you you sympathize with this character, but then also you felt powerless to stop what was happening to him because that's how people feel when they're going through things like that. And then I what what I really want him to do is I, I said it before, but I want them to give Todd Phillips the same budget. And have him make the first movie called The Joker, and the next one just called Batman. And I want to see. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want to see him dive into the state of like what happens when a kid, his parents are killed in front of him, and the anger and the rage. I want that one to do right. with rage, whereas yeah. this one dealt with like like helplessness and mental health and depression. like and, and depression. I want I want to show I want him to do a movie about like the male rage of Batman and mm-hmm. what that does and how it's it's that thin line I, of like, are you a hero or are you a fucking psychopath who is just beating the shit out of people I for just no think reason? that like in the the train sequence where uh, Joker ends up killing these guys, yeah. I wish there was then an interview that we saw with the woman that like he kind of saved right. that painted these the three men that got killed in the light of like, no, they were rich assholes that were just like forcing themselves on me mm-hmm. and he like protected me. I, well, you sort of got a little bit of yeah. that where, they, where, they, where the news, the news outlets. If I'm, I mean, I saw, I watched it a couple months ago, so yeah, I me apologize. Too. Yeah. But I mean, you got a little bit of it with like the news outlets going like these three like upper upper class yuppies were killed by someone, and mm-hmm. it was, and then that that it was this Joker, and they became that emblem. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. They could have added ten or fifteen yeah. more minutes into that would have supported it. But I liked. For me, it was a good. It was a good amount of time that we spent yeah. in that, and I was like, I but don't know 11, if I could deal with thirty more minutes. Eleven nominations. Of this. It's it's good, dude. Yeah. It's shot beautifully. Yeah, the acting is phenomenal. The score is haunting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was blown away by just the just the artistry that went into this movie. The costumes are fucking phenomenal. The the I mean, it's it's interesting to make a movie that simultaneously feels very very grounded, but also has the look and feel of a comic book movie. Yeah, and there are moments where they just use. They just use the the aspect ratio so well in this. And yeah. I, keep, I keep thinking, I keep coming back to this moment where they, he's in the car at the very very end, and everything's erupting in fire, and yeah. all of his supporters around him. He kind of stands up, and that's it. And I'm like, I just, there's no real action in this movie. By the way, it's not an action movie. There's not really a lot that happens. It's more about, it's more just a drama and like a kind of suspense. Yeah, suspense, yeah. Um, but how awesome would it be if he took that team, took that world, and said, let's add a little bit of action to this, same violence. 
and put Batman in it. Fuck that. I think that'd been awesome. I mean, this shit. I Catwoman, a real life Catwoman, who's like this abused woman who's like you know going out there and stealing because that's all the power she had. I mean, that'd be fucking so cool to just explore that. I agree with that. I just wish then. I wish that they had ended the movie with the guy that's wearing the Joker mask going around the corner, taking the mask off, and then kind of making it look a little bit more like the scene that we see. And I know that they're not necessarily connected, but just to give hints that, like, oh, they may be connected. But But instead, he's wearing the mask, and it's clear that those movies are not connected. Thematically, you get that violence begets violence, and that that mental health, you know, if if not treated, can can be a thing that then then comes down yeah. throughout the generations, right? If someone is, is 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 suffering from something like that, they abuse their child, their child mm-hmm. then goes forward and becomes the abuser, like, right? right they always right, talk right. about, like, bully people always, always bully, and that's just the way it goes. It's, it's that kind of thing. Anyway, we've talked a lot about Joker, but yeah. that's not surprising. I think that's awesome. Oh. And again, I was blown away by that movie. I've pulled together a list of um, awards that I want to talk about. So let's dive into these. Okay. The first one I want to talk about is Best Visual Effects. Okay. I think this is a really interesting year for Best Visual Effects. We have Avengers Endgame. I mean, that's going to (laughs) win. We have The Irishman, Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. In this, two movies that I feel like stand out as like, I don't think that they, they have a good chance, is The Irishman. Because no. so many of the effects of terrible. like they look terrible. The de-aging. De- why the Irishman is, is even the, in contention I, for any Academy Awards is fucking beyond me. I don't understand yeah. it, and I know but that I, we're just paying <laughs> we're, we're paying respect to Martin Scorsese, who is arguably one of the, the Oscar, best you know? filmmakers of all time. He uh, will go down as one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. But this is not the movie. This yeah. is not the movie. I, I don't think this is. The and movie I say either. this all 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 honesty. I talk a lot of shit about The Departed, mostly because it's fun now to get people's to get people riled up. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite Scorsese film, but I will say, leaps and bounds better than The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Leaps and bounds. The Irishman, there were so many terrible choices made in that movie that take you out of it the just, film. It's too long. It's too <laughs> fucking long. Like, they should no have recast movie should be people. that long. They should have recast no. De Niro and all those people for younger, younger actors. Younger ones, yeah. When they when it was supposed to be forty fucking years ago, yeah. you cannot make a seventy seven year old man into a thirty year old. That does yeah, not yeah. work that way. <laughs> it's terrible. And like when he, got, oh god, the fact that it got like I think it got nominated for cinematography as well. Yeah, we'll and talk like, about that later. There's just a moment in this movie where like you're, you're, where Robert De Niro is supposed to be kicking the shit out of someone, and it plays in a wide shot, and yeah. I'm like, hey, cinematographer, no. You should not let a seventy-year-old man so try to be. Yeah, we can't, uh, he doesn't move well. The body motions, um, and then Star Wars. Uh, I I think that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Star Wars. I don't know that it did anything that like to me stood out visually. So that I was will, crazy. I will disagree with you on uh-huh. that. So I think about Endgame. I think of Star Wars, right? And uh-huh. Endgame, I think as a movie and, to- and as a total package, yeah. is far and away one of the best films I've ever seen. I love it. Yeah, it's my favorite Marvel film so far. It is visually stunning, but to me, it's less about that and more about the story and the characters that are happening. Mm-hmm. You get that moment at the end, which is great. We get a lot of characters. There's a lot mm-hmm. of visual effects happening. Yeah. But there's a moment in Rise of Skywalker where, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen this fucking film, you've all seen it, so shut up. I'm going to spoil it for you. Where he, where Kylo Ren is going to meet with Palpatine for the first time, and he's walking through that crazy fucking eerie like yeah. temple, thing. temple thing that's like doesn't make any sense, but it's so cool looking. And I'm like, 
that is art. That is beautiful. And there's so many of those nice little moments in Rise of Skywalker. But is, is that visual effects or is that more the cinematography? I guess the visual effects are. Well, you're getting like you're getting like yeah. lightning and stuff behind it and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars is always a hard one to beat because they get they get the top of the cream of the crop to come and work on these things. Well, with with you know? with, uh, with this, I really feel like Endgame, like Thanos looks so good. Smart Hulk looks so good. Smart Hulk does. Where look it's good. like, oh, he wants we... a picture with. Him. He wants you guys to take a picture. <laughs> with him. But like, think about that. That's all like a CG person. Like. Yeah. That, 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 you know, I think with both those characters, they did something exceptionally awesome. Like we've seen Thanos before. Um, you know, he in the in Infinity War, he also has cool monologues, and they yeah. focus on him a lot. And it very much looks like he's there. But I, I think that seeing Smart Hulk, his character, we've known that like we only ever see a little glimpse of because mm. he's always freaking out. Um, I think that's that's where Endgame stands out for me. Um, that being said, I think that like. I could see Lion King getting it because Lion King. Lion ooh. King's not visual effects though; it's CG. It's like to me, like. But I mean, this that's where we visual have to make, effects. Yeah, but this is where we have but to make like, the distinction. The is, like, you, you can't call something said. a visual effect if the whole movie is computer generated. But that's the exact same thing I'm saying right now about Thanos and uh, Smart Hulk. They're both. But but those are but see to CG. me those were those were CG those were visual effects that were I guess they are CG but they were effects that were blended with with real with live action mm. and to me that's harder than hitting render on. An entire CG scene. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a different level of artistry. Not to say that that making a CG scene that's as beautiful as the ones in Lion King isn't difficult, but to me, that's like, I mean, the whole thing was fucking was was CG. Yeah. You so my, my you filmed a fucking rock and then put a lion on top. The, of it. the only reason it like is like Lion King, I don't think gets it because I'm a little more on your side, Kev. Is just like the way their mouths moved and like how mm. that was synced up to like voices and shit I thought was like not that great because like I think they were almost there with like yeah. how good it really I, looked well, but like in motion it felt really weird no. the the only reason why I think that it has a chance of not being Lion King is because Jungle Book got it what two years ago mm. and Jungle Book like <clears throat> how close are they you know I think it should go to 1917 really yes because that's an interesting that's like the last one I want to the last movie on here when I think about how that movie blends the visual effects in that are First off, they're stunning. Yeah, some of them are not great. There's some of the some of the digital uh, seams that they put in yeah. aren't the best. And as a person who has done use After Effects, I'm like that one could have used one more pass. But for the most part, they disappear into the the into the world that that Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins have created. And to me, that is the epitome of a visual effect. Mm-hmm. A visual effect should be just like an edit, where if done right, you don't notice it. And I mean, this fuck Christ's sake, there's a moment where these two actors are standing in a barn and they look over and a fucking plane crashes into them. And it's seamless. Yeah. And it's insane. No, <laughs> fucking it's, insane. It's, and whereas, you know, Star Wars and Endgame, of course, these are visually effects heavy movies. That's the whole point of it. But this one was really about being in the scene with these people. And the effects could have so easily taken you out of that. Mm-hmm. But instead, they served to sort of back that up and support it and make it something fucking that I haven't seen in a very, very long time, really, really since Saving Private Ryan. Um, but I think this goes mm. to Gary's point earlier. We we're talking off camera, but it, this goes beyond it to me because Saving Private Ryan had those moments where you feel like you're in with yeah. them, but then let you go for a second and let you be that. We have that with those moments where where uh, uh, see this wide where, where shot Tom Hanks is like you know intimate, but then you see the guys and they're just yeah. walking and and we're, we get a relief. You don't get a fucking relief in this. You have nonstop visual effects, crazy shit happening, and you're like, there's fire all this. He walks out at one point, everything's on fire. You're like, how do they do What the fuck? And then he goes into the thing and then he comes back out. Everything's on fire again. You're like, yeah. wow. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, I I, I could see 1917 getting it. I want Endgame to, to actually get it, but I could see this going to 1917. We're also splitting hairs because all of these movies were yeah. beautiful. Well, not quite all of them. 
beautiful. Not quite all of them. What was, I, the what Irishman was, is the one. That oh, I'm the like, Irishman. No, is, I don't no. think this should be on here. The yeah. Irishman is just like, man, I don't know what fucking palm you greased with, with to get these nominations, Scorsese, but let a, let a fellow Italian in on that because I want an, I want an Oscar. I'll get an Oscar for KFA if, if that's how far we can fucking reach. Or so are we making our official picks then? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. I'm saying 1917. I'm saying Endgame. I'm, I want it to be Endgame, but I think it's 1917. Yeah, I also think yeah. it's going to be 1917. Uh, okay. All right. Do we are we are we gonna go over these on the stream on Sunday? Yeah. Should we keep uh, are we keeping yeah. note of these? I'll keep it on. Did one we one. not print out the things that I found? No. Did you send this to me? Yeah. Sorry. Here, but I, well, I was <clears throat> assuming that w- when the stream starts, we would do that on air, and we would all kind of talk about our nominations. Yeah, let's write them down. Okay. I'm I'm writing uh, I'm writing everything down. Are right you taking notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Then I don't have to on my napkin. <laughs> That's not um, my It's really hard to write on these things. <laughs> the next one that I want to talk oh, yeah. about is. Ain't got a lot of time right in front of you. Uh, best original screenplay. Okay. Ooh, what are our choices baby. here? So first one is Knives Out by one Ryan Johnson. Oh, man, I'm so. Did you watch it? Not yet, and it's oh, coming. Man. It's coming to uh, streaming services. I think on the seventh, mm-hmm. which I think is Friday. Yep. Uh, so like, yeah, it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yep. So I have to like figure out how to do that. And if you want to watch it again, and you want to, that'd be great. I don't know what that means. Voodoo? Voodoo. Oh, you want me to get? Yeah, just let me, let me tell me. Do the voodoo. Oh, thing, actually, you can just it. do it. It's, oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to watch um, that because everyone, including my wife, liked it, and she doesn't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fantastic. We'll talk about it in a second. I feel like the, I'm the only one that didn't love Knives Out. I'm oh. I'm with you, Joey. You didn't love like it. I didn't. I liked I, it. I thought it was good. I didn't. I wasn't blown away by it like everybody else was. I want you to see the gentleman and see how you feel about it. I want to see it, yeah. the gentleman's real good. Yeah, real fuck. good. Is that uh, huh? No. no, that that came out. Oh, that came out this year, December twenty fifth. Right? Uh, no, the gentleman came out this year. Oh, sorry. Very early. Cool. Knives Out came out December twenty fifth. No, Knives Out came out around Thanksgiving. All right, never mind. Then I'm all off. What uh, came out on mm. December 25th? 1917 is what oh, came out on December 25th. Oh, okay. uh, Little Women. The next movie, Marriage Story. Oh, okay, I still haven't mm-hmm. watched it. Oh, really? that, that's I the one I think wins. It's the one I gotta watch this weekend. That's the one I think wins, and I think that's the only, probably the only award this movie wins. Hmm. Uh, then we have 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. I'm gonna I be... have not watched Parasite yet. Okay, so don't spoil it for me. I, no one's gonna spoil it for I you. Watch this weekend. I have a. F- I really want Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to win because I love that movie and the story is just such a beautiful love story to Hollywood. I don't think that's gonna win. I have a feeling that Parasite's gonna win. Really? Um, so listen, there's a part of me, the rational part of my brain, the non-silly Nick who can actually critically look at The Departed, that goes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should not win against a lot of the steep competition this year. But then there's a part of me that just wishes it takes the whole thing because I love that movie so much. It's such a fun movie. And it, it's not – the thing about that movie is that it's not the best movie even Quentin Tarantino's ever made. But there's just something about it. I went back and watched it again on a plane and I was like, I'm instantly sucked into this three-hour-long movie that it's nothing great. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I can see that. I'm going to go for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Mostly because I, I haven't I, seen the other two. I feel like Marriage Story is a think, great movie, but it's the acting that's great, not so much the like the storyline. Story yeah. uh, Knives Out, I love. I lo- it's such a good movie, but I, I just don't. I can't imagine it getting this sort of. Uh, it's weird that it got nominated. I'm glad that it did because I, I. It just it just doesn't seem like the kind of movie that was designed to be like. It's it's only nomination. Nominated. It seems it, like a fun movie. 
Not to say that, that check, Academy Award winning movies can't be fun, but have you watched The Irishman? Zing. <laughs> yeah, that's this is the only nomination that Knives Out has gotten. Um, I'm going with Once. Well, how good is Parasite? Like, see, I, I know literally I nothing about Parasite. I think yeah, I'm going same. with Parasite. Yeah. You're going to go Parasite? Hey, all right. That's the best way to watch Parasite. And it's available on streaming services. It is. I was going to watch it Wednesday. Yeah, it's on, yes. it's on Amazon um, Prime. It's on oh, Amazon Prime. I'll, I'll rent okay, it on cool. Prime. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was going to watch it on date night. Uh, my wife and I have date night Wednesdays. But instead, we watched um, The Outsider and oh. Picard. Oh. And after those, I was like, this is a lovely... One, two, like, like entree and oh, dessert. Oh, that's definitely I don't not need, the yeah. way to finish out the night with Oh, me. no. I was <laughs> like, no, no, first yeah, off, Outsiders, I have to look at my phone most of the time. Cause really? Because yeah. that fucking show so tense. I'm, I'm an episode behind right now. So tense. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, on fi- okay, yeah, I'll watch it this weekend then. I'll uh, so watch it on Saturday night. Yeah, get or it on Voodoo, though. Then just head over to Stotestown to okay. and watch it in that weird, shitty theater. Oh, no, that theater sucks. I hate that theater so much. Theater's like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever sat in in my life. So, yeah, guys, what are we... I'm going once upon a time. I'm going Parasite. Okay. All right. This is such a hard thing between like what I want to win yeah. and what I think is gonna. Yeah, win. Yeah, I think Parasite's gonna be uh, gonna win, and uh, like I want Knives Out to win. Because mm. uh, Once Upon a Time is great, but like that uh, that is another place where I think it, it could win. To me, I think this is where Marriage Story gets it because I don't know if it's really gonna get win anything else. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this might have been one of the ones where people are like, ah, I didn't really get anything else. Let's give it. Uh, let's give it to it here. Man, people um, are in love with Adam Driver, though. Who knows? He's so good. Yeah. He's real people, the Hollywood yeah. loves him right I, I, now. Best well, this, uh, here's this the thing, though. It's a tough one. I, I think it's Joaquin Phoenix by a fucking silver bullet. Okay. Well, we haven't we'll, gotten we'll, there yet. Wait till we'll get till there. We get there. We'll get there. Next you know. topic: best animated feature. I love always best animated feature. What are the What are the choices here? The choices are How to Train Your dr- uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Never I Lost My Body, Claws. Missing Link, Toy Story 4. Really quick, yeah. I think that's supposed to be Klaus. What's that? It is Klaus. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Not yeah. Klaus. Just pronunciation. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. 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 Uh, I haven't seen any of these other than Toy Story 4, so Me by either. default, oh, really? I will say Toy Story 4. I'm also going to say Toy Story 4 because I for the same reason. <laughs> I've seen, I've se- I've only seen two of these. So I've heard really, really good things about Klaus. Yeah, I have too, and it's, this is another Netflix movie. Or, yeah. Yeah, so that's really exciting. Klaus? Is Klaus. it like based on Santa Claus? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. There was that billboard like right off of the freeway that yeah. was like wrapped up like a present. It was like, come back to see what it is. And we thought it was something really, really cool. cool and it was just like, Turns out it's just a new iPhone. No, it's the like, I already billboard. fucking have it, Apple. I just didn't care. Stop changing um, shit on your platform. But I, I so I, I really, really love How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. And it's a fun series. I, I love how it ended. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't them. see the, the last one. One? I don't know that I ever saw the second one. I thought you'd seen the first and second one. Maybe I have. Yeah, um, I like them. It's it's a beautiful ending to the the, the, the trilogy. Story, yeah, does the dragon story. start training the humans? <laughs> yes, that'd be cool if they did. Mm. How to train your human? Yep, mm. that's Pulled the that's gonna be the uh, series. So <laughs> like, for me, if I'm giving it away to someone, it's actually missing link because Leica does. Amazing stuff. They've like every movie they they've made. They've been nominated for, I'm and they sure. they won over Toy Story four at the Golden Globes. Yeah, sure. Nobody cares about the Golden Globes. Globes. I mean, you know those I mean? are pretty like. I mean, that's a, like a crazy thing for that to do. Yeah, so I feel like that's a that uh, sets a precedent. I've seen all of the movies that they've made except for Missing Link. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope someday What's they the win an award. Leica. Leica. Okay. Yeah, they're the ones that do the CG. They uh, did no, sorry, uh, the Coop. stop motion CG yeah. Kubo Kubo is oh and is the stop motion strings, yeah. yeah oh cool um, that's such a cool that's such a hard technique it's such a cool 
way to make films. Missing Link but is Toy Story Star Four. So good. It, the 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 first five minutes where there's the rain scene going on outside. Yeah. Oh my god, the water looks so crazy. Like it's it's so realistic and like, like it's such that an entire intense movie thing. looks so good. The entire yes. movie looks so good. So I I think my money's on Toy Story four getting it. I'm going to I'm going across to TS4. the board. Across the board. I'm gonna say Klaus. Also, the, you know what I really appreciate about the Pixar people is that they do not pull punches. There's some shit in that that is terrifying, mm-hmm. and also stuff that just you're like, God, this is heart wrenching. They do not make they make animated movies for the adults and the kids, which is nice. to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Always good. You okay there? Yeah. <laughs> A little, a little water on the face. It's fine. It'll That's what Leica does too, though. Water on the face? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, some of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to best cinematography. Oh, man. It's the like, nominations yeah. are The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, it's a tough one. There's a lot of good nominations here. I haven't seen The Lighthouse. Don't care to. It is insane. Be- like, the way it's shot is beautiful. The movie itself is fucking absurd. It is Did old. you ever end up seeing it? Yeah. Oh, I watched I it. Out of the movies, that can you name it one more time? Yeah. The Irishman, nope. Joker, yeah. The Lighthouse, mm-hmm. 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think it could go to easily Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, or uh, Joker. I thought Joker was, again, gorgeously shot. Mm-hmm. But I have to give... Just from the technical nature of it, I have to give it to 1917. Mm. I I think just did such a cool thing with that movie. It's such a good seamless. I mean, there is one moment where it does feel like okay, you clearly there's a few of them. Yeah, but I I feel like one stands out. Is it when they Uh, cross the house? No, it's the one where uh, he's running across the somebody gets knocked out. Uh, Oh well, that's obvious. Yeah, I know, but there was no way to go from day to night visually. They could have had him knocked down and had the like just scenery change, like time travel fast. You know what I mean? That's kind of what they did. I, yeah, but it but, cut to black, and yeah. it was one of those things where it's like, if you want to nitpick, like, you just, there could have been a way around it to make it feel yeah. a little bit more cohesive. That's fair. Um, that being said, I also feel like 1917 is where it should go. Yeah, I, I still think there's can't no question. Get away. I can't get over the fact of how much I liked it. Yeah, and 1917? Like, yeah. Did not go into it expecting to be that impressed by it on so many different levels. I think they did a really, really smart thing by casting... I don't, I don't want to say no-name actors, because I'm, I'm familiar with at least the, Tomlin, the kid yeah. that played Tomlin, but he was also in a movie called uh, Blinded by the Light. He played the best friend. Great. Oh, really fun in that movie as well. Yeah. Um, Springsteen movie? But yeah, the Springsteen movie. Um, mm. uh, another period piece, but this one's set in the 80s, not the 1970s. Sure. Um, but the I, I think they did a great... Huh? The 1970s, the teens. <laughs> uh, the 19-teens. Uh, but I thought they did a great job casting these two these two actors who are relatively like no-names, mm-hmm. in, my, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and just letting them be there. It's so good. And then peppering in Really, really awesome British yeah. actor. That was well so known. fun, yeah. yeah. So cool. Because like, so I cool. went in pretty blind not knowing who really was in it. I didn't either. So it was fun little surprise. So when I heard Mark Strong's voice, I was like, fuck yeah, doggy dog. <laughs> I love Mark Strong. He's yeah. got the best voice in the yeah. business. By far. Um, uh, so, Joster, what do you think? 1917. 1917. It's just really yeah. impressive. It is. Like, in all the way that the camera shots, it's fun. and the angles change, and ugh. This is and I didn't like, sorry, I didn't like the one shot, and I didn't really like Birdman. So, like, that wasn't uh. a huge... Like pull for me to go see this movie either, so I feel like Birdman. That's also why Birdman is uh, obviously a close, impressive. the closest analog because they did, yeah. they did the same thing. Birdman felt like the shoot, the shots at times were at odds with the story they were trying to tell, and I think that was done purposely. I think the, I think that they were some of the stuff 
for me felt that like that like 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 that style was holding back the narrative mm-hmm. in Birdman. In this, it feels like it complements it very very well. That's yeah, I don't know if I, I I don't know if it holds back, but it was definitely more distracting to me than this. That's kind of what I mean, right? Where you're like you're aware of it, mm-hmm. and you're aware of it. You're aware of it a lot less in this movie. And I think they do a lot of really fun things with the blocking. There's a moment at the very beginning when they're getting their orders. And Colin Firth goes, boys, come around this way. And the camera changes from an over-the-shoulder shot of the two guys with Colin Firth uh, in focus. And then as they walk around him, all they do is chuck the camera in a little bit and refocus and then pan down. And the guys are looking at the map. It's just simple shit like that mm-hmm. that I'm like... They could have over like they would have overcomplicated this shot if it had been done with normal coverage or just a, a different approach. Mm-hmm. But in that regard, it's literally just a quick a dolly forward with a with, with a with a refocus and then a pan down and you're done. And it's like it was so little shit like that throughout the entire movie really kind of made the cinematography blend into the surroundings. Yeah. Same with the visual effects, which just kind of goes away and you're just with these two guys. You right. feel like you're the third member of their team going right. through this yeah. horribly traumatic experience. That, that's so interesting what you guys are saying because I feel like the the Birdman, um, them doing that as one long shot, like, was so good for the tone of like, hey, this is a production that needs to happen and like, Felt so real to but like there, what I agree we produce things. Though, where it it is distracting, but I think it's supposed to, like I think yeah. you're supposed to. It's, notice it's supposed that. to give you that like panic nervousness On of edge, like, like yeah. you know where, where yeah. that in 1917 that's such a gimme like where it's like you know that everything is nervous and panicked because like these people are trying to get across enemy lines and not die, but where that uh, Birdman is, hey, this is uh, a production. That means a lot to this one dude, and you're yeah. following him the whole time. I think that's I, why I love I love Birdman because of that. I'm Same. not gonna, I'm not discrediting yeah. it, but but for me, I think 1917. The reason the reason I thought it worked was because I think all, a the the material lends itself well to like, hey, you're a handheld camera following two dudes. Yeah. obviously we've seen this before. It's a visual language that we all know and know and are familiar with because of how they generally shoot war movies like this in modern times. Saving Private Ryan being the first one where you're like, oh man, you're fucking in the foxhole with these dudes. Mm. Um, with Birdman, I just remember there being like. And I could be totally misremembering this, but I remember there being like weird lingering shots where the camera would just kind of float to the next person. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cut, move over yeah, to the next yeah. person. Yeah. And I just, it, it, it's to me, that was not the kind of tension that I wanted. Yeah. The tension should have just been within the performances, but I think the camera helped build that. And it was a little too much. I'm like, back the fuck off. I'm aware that there's a camera in this scene. And I don't like that at mm-hmm. all, especially for a movie that's supposed to be about a stage play. Right. So ha- being aware that there's a camera here kind of it breaks my brain a little bit. Whereas with 1917, it disappears and you just feel like you're running alongside these dudes and it's fucking insane at points. There's mm. there's just moments where they, the shit they see, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, like, it's so if I like, saw that, with, if I saw that, I would be changed yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, they have to keep going. God, so but is, 1917 is, is that your good. pick then? For cinematography? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Me too. The second I walked out of the movie, I was like, give it, give it, take Roger Deakins' award from Skyfall away. Give him two for this one. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, but I could also see this one easily going for Joker or The Lighthouse because both of those were mm. visually the Joker, beautiful. Joker could work as well. Was yeah. Joker, a I thought, really was cool beautifully shot. I just think this, that uh, 1917 was cooler and like... Well, 1917, he, I mean, it's again, I'm not going to say he tried to do something new because we've seen this yeah, before, yeah, yeah. but I think he was, it's ambitious and I think it worked and yeah. I think, I think some of the other things that really stand out to me was that the shots were haunting, but they were also beautiful and they were gorgeously lit. And like Deacons does this thing where like, it's starting to become his signature to a degree Mm -hmm. where like he just uses a blast of color and then silhouettes 
for some of this stuff. So you remember in like Skyfall, there was that moment where it was just fire behind the people and shit was happening. So cool. Let me get that again in this yeah. one. Yeah, that I exact think there's same a moment shit. like that. There's a moment similar to that where in Blade Runner 2049 where like Ryan Gosling's walking and everything's just fucking orange. It looks so cool. Is that when cool. he's like on the beach or whatever? Yeah, it's yeah, when he's in it, Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, in front of all. Oh, and you us. get that like crazy. Mars. Yeah, No. He never goes to Mars. Yeah, he's he's he goes to Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yeah, he's right. Like it just looked like Mars. It just yeah. kind of looked like Mars because yeah. it was a red planet. God, but it was like, so cool. But, like, Deacons just has a really – he just has fun with some of this stuff. And he does stuff that you just wouldn't normally do because to – to it, you run the risk of it coming off as, like, being a little too simplistic. Yeah. And that was that was a little bit In of my critique. In 1917, though, that shot did. was so cool because there's that moment of, like, is this person an enemy? It's probably an enemy. No. But, like, yeah, and it isn't until he starts running you're like, oh, shit, yeah, run. But like you know, I yeah. criticized Deacon's uh, cinematography a little bit in Skyfall because I felt it dipped a little bit into a little too much of the simplistics. When he mm-hmm. got the award for that, I was like, "Go do it wrong." He didn't Skyfall. get the award for that, by the way. For he Skyfall? got he got it for Blade Runner. He didn't did get the award for. Oh, he Skyfall. got nominated for Skyfall. Probably. Can you look up. Yeah. Did he? So he actually got it for Blade Runner. Yes, yeah. he did. Thank you for correcting me because mm-hmm. that movie was fucking yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, movie is. Movie was a masterpiece, pretty much on every level, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Um, what a good sequel. Oh, that makes me happy. Actually, I, th- I thought for some reason he had gotten it for Skyfall. Good. I'm confirming. I'm confirming right now. No, no, no. Please do. That's yeah, yeah. great because I don't want to misspeak. Uh, while he does that, let's move on to best director. Oh wait, no. <sighs> Blade, Runner, Blade Runner. Skyfall was a few years earlier. Can you look that up? Yeah, I know. He was nominated. Oh, he's nominated yeah. for Skyfall. Okay. And Blade Runner oh was God. the first one he won. Jesus fuck. Well, man. look at this. Let's look at it's his. It's crazy look that his, he didn't win yeah, for Shawshank fucking or movies Fart? that he's done or, for not a second. Fargo. First off, starting in 1994, Shawshank Redemption, phenomenal. Jesus Fargo, Christ. phenomenal. Kundun, phenomenal. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Not my favorite Coen Brothers movie, but good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh, fun. The man who wasn't there, not familiar with that. No Country for Old Men. I will never watch again. God, so good though. The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Couldn't get I never saw it. But it was so long. Three and a half hours only. Not familiar. True Grit, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Skyfall is what it is, but I li- but a lot of people like it, so I'll give it that. Prisoners, oh Which my one's god. Prisoners. Denny Villeneuve's first movie that I remember seeing. He's not his first movie, but it's the first movie that I remember seeing and going, "Who the fuck directed this?" Mm-hmm. Denny Villeneuve is the same guy that did Sicario and Blade Runner. Yeah, and currently working on Dune, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. he that movie. If you want to watch a movie where your you click on it? entire body. Will be tense the entire time. It's uh, watch Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Hugh Jackman. Right? Hugh Jackman oh, and yeah. Hugh Jackman's kid gets kidnapped, and he thinks it's Paul Dano, so he kidnaps Paul Dano and tortures him for like two hours. Oh my god! Oh. He puts him, he locks him in a fucking bathtub, walls it up because he's a contractor, and then it periodically just shoots him with like piping hot water. Oh my god! <laughs> it's terrifying, but like it's to get his kids That's back. Wild! Yeah. It's fucking insane. So he did I that. It's, it's that. the same level of tension that he brings to Sicario into like a rival. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're getting long. No, no, no worries, no worries. Anyway, um, sorry. Apologies for saying he won for Skyfall. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine was beautiful. He should have won for that. Uh, let's move on to best director. We've Just got... to make sure all across the board nineteen seventeen for cinematography. Hell we are indeed. Okay, cool. Uh, best director is Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Todd Phillips for Joker. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sam Mendes for 1917 and Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Now, shout I out to Greta Gerwig who got snubbed on this one, but for Little, Little Women, Little, Little Women, um, that was a great movie. So good. Yeah. I mean, go, go I don't give one more talk about Little Women. Uh, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Shit. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. I think it goes to Bong Joon Ho. I well, I want it to, and that's where I'm. I wanted to go to Quentin Tarantino so badly. 
And and I also want to put out. I don't know who directed Uncut Gems, but God, isn't it yeah. the Safdie yeah. brothers? Yeah, yeah. The Safdie brothers. That's right. Yeah. Um, but we're not nominated. Sadly, like it's Did like it, any it got nubbed, snubbed everywhere. If that, I think yeah. that should have gotten nominated for screenplay. But I, I was also going to mm. say the best screenplay there. There's a couple more that I'll bring up later. But um, I gotta get. I gotta fuck. This is hard. I would yeah. give us either Joker or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I feel like 1917 was great, and man. He did a good job directing that too. This is hard. Yeah, this is a really okay, hard question one. for you because Kevin and I were talking about this last sure. night. Is this based on like something something in Sam Mendes's family? 1917. I have to imagine so because yeah. at the end he thinks yeah. like his great great grandfather or someone with the last name Mendes. Yeah. So I assume that I don't know if it's based on his story, but I think he was just dedicating the film to him because he fought in World War One. Well, he was saying that he told the story of this. Is that what is that what happened? Yeah. Well, it, at the end it says uh, like to this person for this, keep like keeping the, the stories alive. Yeah. yeah. Telling all the stories or, or telling the stories. Yeah. I don't know, but he was obviously inspired by someone yeah. in his family mm-hmm. for this, which makes it that much more impactful. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this one just because I fucking wanted to win to Quentin Tarantino. Me too. I Me just too. wanted to win again. I yeah. don't know why. Todd Phillips did a phenomenal job with Joker, so I wouldn't be sad if he got... Actually, I wouldn't be sad if anyone won except for Warren Scorsese. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to give it to Once Upon a Time, though. I want Bong Joon-ho to win this. I think there's a very good chance they give it to Todd Phillips. I think so too. And I don't I don't even really like I think Joker is fine. Mm-hmm. But I there's something I in think me that thinks that they give it that they give it to him and I don't I, know. I can't tell you what that is. The thing I'll, the thing I'll argue for <laughs> once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Joker is a phenomenally deep film. Yeah. It's very well um, directed. That that's not Well, I, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Um it's very well directed. I think the acting is phenomenal. You got a great cast. He put together a fucking phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. But once upon a time in Hollywood has this weird elevated feeling where you're like you're making kind of a fable. You're making sort of this yep. this sort of like fairy tale of what Hollywood would have been like in that era. And to to be in that world and to go through to go through all the detail that Quentin Tarantino did with like finding all those old cars and making sure all these streets in LA were actually redressed to look like they would have looked like at that time yeah. period. And then having that all work together so that you can just exist in this world with these actors. I just thought it's something I haven't I haven't seen in a very very long time. I can't remember another movie that did that for me. I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. It was such a beautifully made. It's just such a beautiful movie. It's it's a beautiful movie. It's such a fun and chill story. Like I really hope he. Oh, then I'll ask this. you this. Let me. I haven't seen Parasite yet. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't spoil it for me. But yes or no question. Does Brad Pitt take a shirt off in Parasite? He does not. That gets best direction then. Because he was like Brad, take it off slower. Brad, okay. slower. slower. Brad, you know or you know what I think Brad, can you just go get a tool belt, can, please? Can you take off your <laughs> shoes? I really need a good feet shot. Give he it loves feet, man. He, he does. Really does. Good for weird. him. The man's proud of his feet. Uh, good for him. So Kev, you're also on the Tarantino train? I am indeed. Okay, and also Joey, where where are you leaning? She wants just say parasite. <laughs> Pay the Don't game. Play the game. Don't be a fucking coward. Just go for but it. This, but it's what game are we playing? Is it the what do I want to win? No, it's or am I trying to predict is going to win? Merits the winner. Yeah. What do you think? But also think win. about who's going to get the What do you think will win is what... Yeah. I'm going off the fact that what what do you think... Given all the things... No, I guess I'm not. I'm, I just want, my I problem just want is that I... Time, right? I'm totally full <laughs> of shit. If I'm going based on what I want to win, I'm going to give Parasite all of the awards. Go Parasite then. You got to do the thing that whenever... Either, either way, if you're right about something, be like, I fucking told you also. That's okay, what you said. I'm going Parasite. Yeah. All right. All right. But here's the thing. I don't know... I don't think they're going to give Parasite best director and best picture. And I... No. Want it to win Best Picture. Oh, I don't think it. I, I don't if think they it did, will. that would be bold. I can't wait awesome. to. I, I can't wait. And to it get... would be 
That would be wild. Can we look up what happened? uh, Because I I remember uh, the only movie that sticks out that's a foreign film that had this much traction in the last, like, I want to say, like, 15, 20 years was uh, the one with Chow Yun-Fat and Michelle Yeoh. Directed by Ang Lee. What the fuck? The dragon? The Crouching, Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Crouching Tiger, Tiger Hidden Dragon. Dragon. And I don't remember if that was nominated for Best Picture or Best Film. While Barrett looks that up, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Yes. Our first sponsor is Me Undies. Love is in the air. Someone grab the Lysol. <laughs> Just kidding. Even though this is a made up holiday, it's still really cute. It's also the perfect time to show the special someone how much you care. And they and say those three words everyone wants to hear. Match my undies. Me undies has the most adorable Valentine's Day prints to get all lovey dovey this year. Don't worry if you don't have a boo. Me undies also makes buddy bands so you can match with your pet, which is honestly more important than people. Roses are red, violets are blue. Your butt is cute, rhyming is dumb. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. To show how much they love me, undie, uh, they love you. Me undies has not one but three new Valentine's Day prints this year. This is the perfect opportunity to show the special someone you're ready to take it to the next level with matching pairs. Uh, match me so I know it's real is the motto this year. If you're matching your BFF. Or even your dog, it still counts. I love MeUndies.com. I wear the boxer briefs every day. I've got the little pineapple ones right now. Um, and if I'm at home, I'm wearing my onesie. Also, someone told us that MeUndies has new loungewear. Rumor has it, it's loungewear you can wear out and about. Keep your eyes peeled for some cozy new additions. They're really cool. Go check it out. Their website. <clears throat> MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because we have 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Hmm. I think I'm missing the code for that. The website. Hmm. Barrett, any way you can pull that up for me? Um, I can find it. Okay, Joey's on it. Hmm. Keep talking. I can talk about how uh, I'm also wearing my MeUndies, and it's one well, of my favorite times of the year. Let me, let me talk about the new product, actually. Oh, okay. It's not in here. They didn't. They weirdly just hinted at it. I had to go look for it because okay. I was excited because I was like, it sounds like they're talking about joggers, and they are indeed talking about Ooh. micromodal joggers and shorts. I'm shorts. very excited for this. Are we going to get a bunch of shorts for the basketball game that we're doing? It's very possible. So to get 15% off your first fare, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. Should have known that. That's, that's one we do all the time. Uh, our next ad is HelloFresh. Get mouth-watering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh makes cooking at home fun and easy and affordable. Gia loves putting together these meals but refuses to have me and Nick over no matter how nicely we ask. All I want is to be invited over and share the family size veggie burrito bowls with the blue corn tortilla chips and tomato salsa. Is that so much to ask for, Gia? Is it? Uh, break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh with uh, HelloFresh's 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone including low calorie vegetarian from my sweet little Paula Bear and family friendly recipes Every week, HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and getting on the dinner, uh, getting dinner on the table in 
just 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. The average trip to the grocery takes 41 minutes. That's over 35 hours a year if you go once a week. Uh, so be like Gia and Tim and enjoy saving time and eating great meals with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash morning10 and use code morning10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash morning10. Our last ad is Manscaped. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement the manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawn mower 3.0 the third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents which is so so essential millions of balls are about to be nick free uh thanks to manscaped's advanced skin safe technology <clears throat> we have talked about our manscape uh, about manscaped for a while i've shared with you my story of cutting my balls and how there was blood everywhere we sat together and heard both tim and greg talk about their balls looking better than ever uh the lawnmower 3.0 is even better than any uh than previous mower the battery will last up to 90 minutes that's a long time so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features, the LED, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Uh, they also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB uh, trim that... That junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with code MORNING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MORNING. As always, your balls will thank you. Well, it's just you and I now. <laughs> yeah, Nick, I guess gone. Nick, gone, gone, Nick, gone, gone. probably gone. in the bathroom. Sure. I, I think sure. he was the one who went outside. I'm not too uh, sure, though. All right, well, so. let's just keep going then. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, for the next topic, we have Best Supporting uh, Actor. Actor. Mm. Ooh, actor. Oh, oh, for this, we've door. got Tom Hanks. I hear the door. Yeah, that was Greg. Yeah, nope. Okay, it's Wrong Greg. one. He's in the bathroom for sure. Okay. But also, I don't know how many of these movies he's seen. In fact, I think he has seen two only seen two of them. Yep. So Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, a movie I did not watch. I also did not watch. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes as Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, mm-hmm. which you did watch, and he was real, real good. Real Anthony good. Hopkins is always good, though. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing. Keep giving him awards. Uh, Al Pacino in Irishman for Jimmy Hoffa. Hoo-ha. Which is like, yeah, I mean, he was terrible. fine. Yeah, he was, I, I wouldn't say terrible. He was he, fine. He, I'm sorry, you're right. He was actually, yeah. he was good. Joe Pesci was good. Joe Pesci uh, as Russell Buffalino. Buffalino. Yeah. I mean, he was he was fine. Joe Pesci's just too old I just feel that. like the Irishman should be yeah. taken off this this together. I think I've I made agree. that point clear. I will no longer talk about the Irishman. And then the clear winner, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is he the clear winner? I think it's between him and Hanks. I think I it's between s- Hanks and Hopkins. Oh. Okay. You're bringing okay. up some great points. Okay. I didn't watch uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but like- I don't have I a saw, huge a touchstone to- 
Mr. Rogers that yeah. like wasn't a thing, a I huge thing for me growing up. The reason so I podcast much. to this day. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just enjoyed Brad Pitt so much. I, so totally. I'm going to say this. I, I think want Brad Pitt has win. the most enjoyable yeah. role. I, I don't know that he's going to win. I want him to win so badly. I do think like if out of out of the movies that I've seen here, I feel like Anthony Hopkins did the best job just disappearing into this role where he like looks so close to the dude and acts like an old senile man. Great. Making it an incredibly difficult decision. That's that's where I'm giving it to Anthony I'm, Hopkins. I'm going Brad Pitt you on should. this. That's a good call. Mostly because I haven't seen the two popes. I'm also going Anthony Hopkins. All right, hold on. So Brad Pitt for Nick, and this then great Kevin part. Joey for Anthony Hopkins. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There's a great part yeah. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's about to he's talking to Bruce Lee, and he goes, "I can't fight you because if I if we get in a fight and I kill you, I go to jail." For manslaughter, and he goes. Anyway, no, no, no. what did he say? I go, like, to, I go to jail. I go to jail. A, my hands are legal weapon. He goes. Anyone gets in a fight, kill someone else, goes to jail. It's, it's called, called manslaughter. manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, such a good line. Um, that's the reason why I couldn't play in China. Yep, fair. I mean that that scene. They could have just taken that scene out. No, um, they could have. But you know. But God bless. And then there's also the, uh, there's also the other scene where he takes off his shirt. Sure, sure. With a tool belt. It's true. In that tool belt, a beer. Yeah. Full tap beer. Yeah, takes off the Those kids kept choking on him. Uh, just now, that scene. An Academy Award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now uh, another one that I'm super excited to talk about: Best Supporting Actress, <sighs> Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell's, a movie that unfortunately I haven't watched. Yeah. Uh, I know. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Ugh, you know what I mean, guys? No, nah, she was really she good. Was what about trying. the Holler maneuver? Nah, we can't do that shit. <laughs> oh wrong movie, Nick. If you talk about this again, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. She's amazing. So but Florence I think Pug for Pugh? Little Women. Pugh. Yeah, Pugh. 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 Right? That's what Nick taught me. Pugh. Uh, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Now, I also didn't watch Bombshell. I didn't either. We tried really hard. We to tried really hard. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. Man, I want Florence to win this so bad. But you know this that ScarJo the... deserves it. I know. Jojo so here's Rabbit the thing. Was... Yes. Florence... In Little but Women is agree. the only iteration of Amy in any of the Little Women like films and stuff like agree. that that's ever been likable or understandable or relatable because she's always the youngest brat and the way that they that she played this role and gave some context to the reasoning that Amy does the things does the things that she does mm. is like that's the only time I've ever sure. cared about that character or liked that character. But ScarJo. But Scar. There's no Scarlett Johansson is so good so in JoJo. Good. So good. So good. Did she you ever plays. see? Either I haven't seen of those? any of these movies. I'm giving it to ScarJo. Okay, cool. Thank that you for is. not giving it to right. Laura Dern to spite me. I think. And can we all agree that Laura, Laura Dern, Dern sucks? So no, she list, was though, really good. She's in this the movie. bottom. She no. is the bottom, uh, and I haven't no. even seen Kathy Bates in that one movie. But I know that Kathy Bates, an award, an Oscar-winning uh, actress. But you, the reason that you hate her yeah, yeah. is because she's so good at her role. No, there's way more reasons that I hate her. I'm just saying. Why do you hate? Why do you hate her? I mean, Holdo. Just uh, do I need oh. to, Nick? Do I need to say more? Yeah, but alpha. she's not nominated it is the for alpha fucking and Star Wars. The Omega of <laughs> reasons <laughs> to, to hate Laura. Dern. She's not nominated for Star Wars. All I'm the saying only thing that keeps is her Laura Dern sucks. Scarlett Johansson. You just is hate better. that character, and you know what? That's not her fucking fault no. that you hate that character. I'm saying I don't hate that character. I think that character played the role. No, right. I'm ta- I'm I'm, tell- I'm talking about Holdo. You no, I'm Hold- talking about Laura Dern. Okay, I hate her. Okay, God darn it. 
I'm so we're all Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. We're all Scarlett okay. Johansson. Okay. My heart Scar-Jo. really wants Florence Pugh to win because she was incredible. She'll get her comeuppance. I know. She's got, that's the other she's thing. Got, she's, she's really, really getting popular right now. I hate Black how much Widow's I like Scarlett like Johansson crazy. in this movie, if I'm being totally Speaking honest. of Scarlett Johansson, let's talk about Best Actress. She nominated again. She's nominated again for Marriage Story. And fuck me, if she doesn't win it, she was so good in that. Uh, let me go through the nominations. We have Renee Zellweger as Judy. Judy. Ooh, I've also Judy. heard really Judy. good things. She was really good. That movie was just very, like, not great. Yeah. It was very whatever. I feel like it's, is the, did you ever see the, uh, fuck, uh, JFK movie with, um, no. what's her name? Yeah. Natalie Portman. Uh, Jackie Portman. Yeah. Wait, Jackie. Jackie, that's what it was called. With Natalie Portman? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking really. She was good in that. Uh, so we I have it's the same though. thing where like the movie's not that great, but they're no, performing. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep going down I this mean, list really quick, guys. Okay. Cynthia Erivo. I love her in Harriet. I, I, didn't I never saw Harriet, the movie, but I love her. Uh, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, Cersei Ronan and Little Women. So, how do you say? Sersha. Sersha. Okay, I'm never gonna learn that. <laughs> Charlize <laughs> Theron in Bombshell. And then uh, Renee Zellweger and Judy. Judy. Uh, I will say, uh, shockingly, I haven't seen any of these movies either, well, but I'm going to give it to Cynthia Arriva because she's in The Outsider and she's fucking awesome she's in that really show. Good she's in that. so good. She's so really good. She should win an Academy you know Award for being in that fucking what's show. She's also in the movie that I hated that you liked. Uh, Widows? No. She's uh, in that as well. The, Hustlers. No, the yeah. one with Dakota Johnson and they're at the hotel with the hot Hemsworth oh, brother. Oh, I actually watched that movie. It was pretty good. The uh, Bad Times in El Royale. Yeah. Uh, She's a oh, singer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. Yeah. Um, I also really like that movie. I think I mean, it's I more why you about that like at it. some other point. But, um, she was the best part. So of that for movie. me, this it's between Scarlett Johansson and Cersei. I have to. There's no way that <laughs> Cersei Ronan Cersei. is on this list Ronan. and I don't pick her. Yeah. yeah because I think she it was goes to her. so. This is one of those ones where it's like kind of hard. Where like she was so good in Lady Bird, like she. Yeah, but that I, Lady I know. Bird was so 2016. I'm so I'm so bummed. Nick. No, but I guess I, I think it might. Be I have no idea. I, I'm really bummed that I haven't dark. seen um, Bombshell because Charlize Theron does not look like Charlize Theron. In That's it. wild. And it's wild. how much she looks like Megyn Kelly. Yeah. Huh? I can't watch that movie. It's gonna give me too much fucking anxiety. Yeah. Fox News is insane. So what are we thinking? Where are our votes? I'm going Sersha. Same. I'm going to go Cynthia Erivo just for shits and giggles. All right. Well, I'm going Scar Joe. All, All right. right. I hate that I liked Scarlett Johansson in so many things. She, she was. Why do you hate Scarlett Johansson? She was phenomenal. You I understand she is the backbone of the entire MCU right now? She's in every That's MCU troubling. movie. She could play you know any role she, she the, wants. She's the John Ratzenberger of fucking <laughs> MCU. Let's go best actor. I, mean, I just slaughtered that man's last name. Hold it together, guys. Okay. Uh, we have Antonio Banderas. Which one is this? Sorry. Pain and Glory. No uh, idea what that is. I have no is. idea what this is. I'm, I'm looking it up Yeah, for can you. you pull it up just yeah. so I can look at a poster? Uh, we have Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's yeah. Rick Dalton. Yep. That's a good movie. Leo. Uh, Adam Driver from Mar- Marriage Story. Fuck God. that tall bastard. God, it was so good. He was so good. So Joaquin good. Phoenix for Joker. Uh, and then Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. He played uh, Pope uh, Francis. I think it should 100% mm-hmm. go to Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if it were up to me, if they said, Nick, you you have a gr- the best taste in movies that we've ever known. Mm-hmm. You give the awards out this year. Fuck Price Waterhouse or whatever the hell that bullshit is. I give it to Leo. I loved him. He I, was so I loved him in it. 
lovably, yeah. annoyingly stupid and lovable in that movie. But he's just, he plays the, he's been playing that character for so many he's years. Yeah, he he's perfected it. Yeah. But that's the, also the character that Quentin Tarantino wants. Like, he yeah. plays that character. In I just Tarantino. don't think it just, uh, out of the rest of these, I, I can't speak to Antonio Banderas, but, like, out of the rest of these, I just don't think his performance stands out as much just because he always plays that role. Yeah. For he's me, great. I think he is the odd one with, out for uh, sure with, on with Joker on this, like, I, I feel like Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a great job, but I do think that he, we also got a little bit of that uh, little Phoenix overacting that he likes to do. Oh, the Phoenix overacting. Yeah. He just goes reborn. so far, and I get that that's what the role was too. But it always just like there's moments. Oh, where I can it, like, understand breaks, that. There's moments. There's moments where he's like, where he, he's just saying things, some things that I wish they would have pulled him back a little yeah. bit. Because I feel like I feel like there's. It's so hard to play that level of psychotic yeah. without it coming off like you are, like without you seeing the actor behind right. it. And I'll agree. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is one of the reasons why I would say like that. that I just again. I don't think Once Upon a Time should necessarily win anything, but I want it to win everything because I just found it <laughs> because being with just being with Leo and Brad, and you just feel like there are moments where he's just that character is so insecure <laughs> and so vulnerable through so much of that movie. I just felt I just felt like it really worked, and I thought that was a great. I feel like Leo is is this like he just comes off as this confident person in real life, but mm-hmm. you know that a lot of that shit is internal where he's like I don't. He must have drawn from like his past experiences trying to stay as a Hollywood A-lister for for that long. I just thought it was great. Uh, okay, we we should also recognize that Adam Sandler should have been nominated. That's literally, what I was thousand, just gonna say, Barrett. Listen. If this wasn't a goddamn joke, Adam Sandler would for sure take this. Oh my god, for sure. Listen, listen. I'm gonna say this right now. Okay, Uncut Gems is the Allison Jenny of fucking movies. Okay, you put her in anything, she's gonna fucking win. The reason they kept Uncut Gems out of this. Because it would have blown past the competition in pretty much every single way. Adam Sandler got robbed. Okay, mm-hmm. he should boycott the Academy Awards from now on. Well, do you know what show. he's doing? Come to our podcast. Oh, do you know what yeah. he's doing? What's that? He said if he wasn't nominated for this, he was going to make very bad movies on purpose. Good. Great. So that's what he's Has doing. he not been already doing that? No, not on purpose. Sh- but now they're going to be on purpose. No. Good. Uh, also, I want to shout out Lulu Wang should have been nominated for Best Director for The Farewell, in my opinion. Ooh, oh, yeah, man, that that's enough. That, that that's been. That's a very solid point. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. This is another thing of That's I a think really solid point. Joaquin Phoenix is going to get it, but I want it to be Adam Driver. So what are you putting? Phoenix? I also I want it to be Adam Driver, and I'm actually putting Adam Driver because like that. I think I might too. I don't see. I don't. I didn't. Don't I feel like I just have to stay true to like mm-hmm. I didn't love the Joker. So. I know no, I didn't but, love I mean, the listen, Joker, but like I have solid problems with the acting of it. Yeah, and that's it, like, probably why you break. didn't love the Joker. Well, uh, you also didn't like yeah. the story. Baron, I'm also going. <laughs> Sounds Adam like Driver. there's a lot I didn't like in Driver. I loved him, man, and the fact that like his character is not great. No, <laughs> no, but you still yeah. love him. Yeah, yeah. I, I want it's, Driver to win. I think like Phoenix takes it. That's true. It's just it's his own fact. His his role seems so sincere. And there are moments where both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver are like breaking down in front of each other, and it's like, man, you know that Laura Dern is sitting there just being like, "I'm never going to be this good." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. or I you could, just stick to doing God, horrible you. side characters right? in visually stunning films. Uh, she was also great in Little Women. Um, have you seen her in Jurassic Park? Was yeah. there a fucking dinosaur? Was in she Little great Woman? in Little Women? All right, guys, I'm going to go to these people that are sick and get my daughter sick. 
That's that not what happens. Little one? It's 100 percent what happens. I haven't seen little. Oh, woman. the little girl. Sorry, I thought you meant the, the one that dies. <gasps> someone dies. Wow, spoilers. Well, I, don't I guess know. I don't Nobody have to cares. watch this movie now. Um, what was I gonna say? Sorry, guys. I, I got distracted because the Knicks are talking about dinosaurs. Laura Dernan stuff. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> How many people do you think had their like sexual awakening because of Laura Dern in with those shorts? Yeah, it was at least at least one that I know of. You guys. Anyone having a sexual awakening in Jurassic Park was not Laura Dern, like, based. Who it would was... it have been? Jeff Goldblum? Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, Nick, what's your pick yeah, here? Why can't it be both? Uh, I'll pick Leo for best actor. All right. I don't think he's gonna get it, but I, I just love Leo. I want. So I just want that. I just can't wait for the moment where they cut to him. He's got the great hair. Uh, and for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leonardo DiCaprio, and everyone claps, and he does that cute thing he does. You know, where he smiles. He's, he's nominated. <laughs> the cute thing nominated he does so where he time. smiles. So many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I can't believe he got it for Revenant. I, I can't. I know. Fuck man. He deserved it for um, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. No, uh, for Titanic. Wolf of Wall Street. Titanic. Wolf of Wall Street. Titanic. Stop fucking interrupting me, please. Basketball story. Oh my god. Sorry. Barrett, what is the movie? That you're I, thinking forget, of? I fucking forget it. Just now. look up his the filmography. You're talking like Blood Diamond? No, it, he should. It, he was good. In Blood it Diamond. It was before Wolf of Wall Street. But just look it up. Catch oh, uh, the one, with the Gatsby one. No, absolutely not that good. one. Catch me if you can. Ooh, Great movie. definitely catch me if you can. Man, see, he's due. <laughs> <laughs> he already got one <laughs> two, two years ago. <laughs> give it to Roger Deakins. Give it another. He deserved it for Django Unchained. Is what I was. Oh. I that, never saw that. I yeah, he wasn't that, the lead I, in that, though. Everyone knows yeah, that, that if, you're not, if you don't get best actor, it doesn't count. It's true. Best supporting actor, right. anyone. I could be a fucking he five minutes guy best supporting though. actor. I, I actually 100% agree with you. Best supporting actor. That's his best performance in anything. <laughs> I don't know if I agree yeah. with that. Somebody right. put Nick in their movie for Wolf five minutes so he can get nominated for best supporting actor. If you think you have a movie that's going to make, going to get an Academy Award, let me be the guy that like sells the main character's drugs or something cool. And everyone's like, he stole the show. I want to be the Jason Metzikas of like, of whatever your movie is. Or contact me and I'll get you Cool Greg and you will win an Oscar. Cool Greg is too real. For that same role. You know what I mean? Too real. Now our last category, best picture. Best picture. Best so stressful. picture. This is a hell of a goddamn year. What do we have? <clears throat> Ford versus Ferrari. No. Jojo I Rabbit. Accidentally fell asleep in last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you fall asleep? I was Ford so on. I was so, so loud. Let me get I through was this so list. tired. Let me, this, let me get through this list, boys. I've been up since like so five thirty yesterday. So Little Women. And I thought I was gonna be able to take a nap during nineteen seventeen. I hate him so much. <laughs> let him speak. Yeah, let's get through this list. Little Women, nineteen seventeen. Parasite, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, <sighs> m- movies that I think that can get knocked off immediately, Ford versus Ferrari. That's the one I, I think enjoyed wins. it. Huh? I think it wins. You think oh. it wins? No. Yeah, I don't think it's going to win. No way. Do you remember what won last year? Green Book. Yeah. Green Book. Yeah, but like... There's a lot of other exciting nominees last year. I think, I think this is going to be another one where like... Year? I was all pissed about it. I forget. Uncut Gems should have been in here. It should have won. I'm um, saying that right now. That is the most suspenseful movie I've ever seen. I loved it. It was a great movie. I, I don't want to ever watch it again, but I definitely think Shout that, like... Shout out to Idita Menzel, too, in that movie. Didn't I, she play his wife? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was good in that. Yeah, she was really good in that movie. Fuck no man. singing at all from her. Did I, I, At one oh, point, I thought, I was movie. like, can we get, just get a little let it go? Yeah, just, just let a little. It go. One note. One or, note. Or at least, like, when she's like, when she'd be like, Adam, let it go. Mm. Um, I'm just saying, I think this is going to be another year where it's going to be a weird split vote thing, and, like, some random fucking weird movie wins, and I think it's going to be Ford versus Ferrari. No. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I be like horribly disappointed if Ford versus I, I Ferrari just won. I just didn't think it was that great. Yeah, it's that not movie's... nominated for like any other major yeah. category. I think the way I think the movie itself is beautifully made. I just don't no, know it, that well, it was. Yeah. I'm sure it had some like sound it's design four or nominations. Yeah. yeah, I think sound um, design is one, and like that's one where it might be able to win it. Um. But like I, I think it was I think it was a well put together movie. I just didn't mm-hmm. think it was as good as the other. As yeah, the, the other. I so, think I still give this to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let me let me knock off a couple other movies. Here. Like The Irishman, yeah, should not be here. If the, uh, the Irishman has a good chance of winning, by the mm-hmm. way, because of the politics, and this is going to make me fucking hate the Academy. I will boycott the Academy Awards for the rest yeah. of my life if this wins. That's Best picture. Um, I also think I'll that forget. Marriage Story, while a fantastic movie, I just don't I like think that it's. I don't know that. It, it, I don't it is, know. Like I, I oh, think big the, deal. You got divorced. Move the fuck I, on. You well, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Like the, oh you know what? God. Kramer versus Kramer did it better. Let's fucking, move on. Come on, come yeah. on. Dustin Hoffman fucking. And it won the Oscar that year. We yeah, don't need it to do that again. We don't need it again. Thank you. Ford versus Ferrari. I've, I've seen people fucking in cars. Sure, okay. Sure. I've seen people in cars. Yeah. Done. Um. <clears throat> Mary, you ever seen Fast and Furious? That's just Ford versus Ferrari on fucking steroids. Now, man, I'd personally, much watch Fast and personally, personally, I don't think Joker should be on this list either, just because. I have major flaws with like story, acting, cinematography is beautiful. I think I so. I think if Joker won, I would not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. having said that, if Joker won, I would be disappointed. I want Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to win. I do too. I don't think it will. I just want it to win. I know that movie. Here, here's why that I, movie makes me feel so good, and it's so long, and I'm so in to just sit down and watch it whenever like. You know, the reason I like that when movie... When it hits HBO, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again as well. And the reason I like it is because there's it's such a rarity mm-hmm. that you can make a movie that's that's that expensive that actually does well that isn't about comic book stuff. And I'm not saying that like the mainstream media does and they go, oh, comic book movies. And I, so I say, fuck you people because comic book movies are amazing and can be elevated as well. Watch Endgame. Fuck you. Uh, but what I like is that Quentin Tarantino... And to a degree, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are like the last of this amazing era of like movie stars Mm. and big time movie directors that can just open a movie based off of their talents alone without Mm. having to necessarily have there be uh, another thing like a franchise or a gimmick involved in it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think I just don't think we're going to see films like that forever. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's special to me. And I think it should win. Done at one. I really want Little Women or Parasite to win it, but I think mm. they're going to give it to 1917. Don't be a coward. I, I think they're going to give it to 1917 too, but I'm going to put Jojo Rabbit on this one. It's one of the best movies I've seen. I gotta watch it. And again, Uncut Gems, fucking robbed. Robbed. Like, Uncut totally Gems robbed. should definitely be number one on, on with a bullet, but it's it's not. That being said, Jojo Rabbit. I would be so mad bad. if the farewell was on this list. Yeah, the farewell, the farewell I should think have could, been on this list. Could be on this list easily. And did she get? Did Aquafina not get nominated for nothing? That's both. She shilling. got Golden Globe nominated. I think. Yeah, she but did. again, Golden Globes suck. Nobody cares about them. The Golden Globes are basically like Sorry, the Taco Bell of awards. I mean, like everyone loves them, but they're just not good for you. You know, <laughs> that's terrible. It's awesome. Yeah, that was. That's not it. Your We're best done. One. We're done. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, that's the Oscars uh, this year. Join Wait, did us. you pick? Do you? Uh, do oh, you I think Joey pick. Sorry, Joey, Joey. Don't be a coward. Pick parasite. Big parasite. Pick Don't parasite. Be a coward. Parasite. 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 Okay, I'm picking big parasite. All right. <laughs> do you want me to run through you guys, uh, your guys' picks again, just really no, quick? No, I picked parasite no. for like every award possible. I wrote all mine down on this napkin, so right, I'll well, remember. I'll I keep I've got definitely everybody. Definitely no way Nick's losing that. I got everybody here. So. I almost blew my nose. Barrett, do you have picks? <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's your pick for? What are your picks? Uh, I mean, 
Visual Good. Effects 1917, yep. original screen, screenplay, Marriage Story, animated feature, Klaus, uh, cinematography 1917, even though I haven't seen it. There's no a lot of the production that goes into that. I you think you would agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> best director, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, best supporting actor, Tom Hanks. Best supporting actress, ScarJo. Best actor, Joaquin Phoenix. Best actress, uh, how do you say her name? Which Joe? one? Ronan, and then best picture Ford versus Ferrari. Interesting. Damn, Ford versus Ferrari, huh? Again, I think it's going to be a weird like. Are you saying that because you want it to be? No, I haven't even seen the movie. Like, I think it's going to be another year like Green Book, where it's like votes are going to get split, and then this random weird movie that no one really talked about because no one really talks about Green Book, even when it got nominated, is going to win. And I I think that's. We're over here playing checkers. You're playing chess over there, bro. I know. I know. Like I'm in it for the Fisher fucking points, Nick. The fucking points. If points. you want to join us while we watch the Oscars, you can come sw- to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. games. Yeah. And what time are we starting? Uh, I think 4 o'clock. 4.30? Okay. Uh, how, how long do we want to watch hour? Greg sweat out there on the red carpet? As long as possible. Damn it. Why did I break down the camera? I broke it down literally today. It's okay. God damn it. So if for those of you who, who don't know about this, we will be streaming. Uh, we're doing a live watch along for the Academy Awards. We're going to start about 30 minutes early so that we can interview anyone that's coming in attendance uh, live from the red carpet. That's going to be hosted by Greg Miller. Uh, and then Kevin, Joey, and myself will be hosting the actual uh, watch along. We're going to be playing uh, bingo. If you guys want to play bingo out there with us, uh, Joey will tell you where to yeah. get the boards. I don't know if we can do that or not. Yeah. I don't know if it's legal. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, we'll I do- got them legally. I mean, do we get anything legally at this company? I'm not even a citizen of the United States of America. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to own a company. Uh, and then, of course, I assume we'll be doing. We're going over our Oscar picks. Are we scoring these to see who wins the the ultimate sure. trophy? Sure. Yeah. I say we score on one point yeah. apiece. See what happens. Uh, and then I think we've got some drinking games as well planned, yeah, uh, depending on every time. My thing is the one thing I want on the drinking games is every time they cut to Meryl Streep, someone has to take a shot, oh. and that person has to be Barrett. <laughs> it's got to be Barrett. <laughs> yes, yes, Barrett. Um, Let's get him loose, everyone. And now to tell you guys what is out on streaming platforms this week we've got lock and key coming out on friday i am so excited i hope that it's yeah i hope that it's just okay that's all i want it to be it's on netflix (laughs) bare minimum yeah and then uh, amazon prime we've got honey boy watch that movie shit that's one of my top three movies this year i'll watch it that's all right it's, oh, right. it's oh, hard okay. to watch, but it's good. I don't know. I feel like the, the, like they didn't do a good job building a story. I like when the guy goes what? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's great. Oh, for <laughs> the, the trailer. When they pull him yeah, back. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, on Hulu, Cabin in the Woods. Also, great excellent. Great fucking movie. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. You want to see baby Chris Hemsworth? You do. So jacked. Uh, out in movie theaters near you this week, we have Birds of Prey and The Lodge. I really want to watch The Lodge. Which is The Lodge? The Lodge is the one where like this... Girlfriend or this this guy and his two kids go to a lodge, and he brings and his the girlfriend. Leaves. And the dad has to leave. I want to see that. And oh, there's yeah, these weird freaky. like cult tones of like. And it's all like you guys weirdly love monochromatic. Like yeah. you guys love that. I don't like horror vibe. movies. I only go because Paula. But now I guess I'm feeling it a little like bit. It. You know what I mean? You it's like growing it. on me. Um, uh, and then really quick, Birds of Prey is. Don't save it. Because we're doing Birds of Prey in review tomorrow uh, after Kind of Funny Games Daily. Make sure you tune in here live. If not, it'll be on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. But I cannot fucking wait to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and it, 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 it gives me such happiness. Well, let's stop talking about it. To then. be able to talk about this movie. Um, and last week I asked for the bronze topic to be, how are you guys liking the new format? We focus on one topic for the whole show. Uh, many of you wrote in. Next week... 
Uh, I want you... Actually, let me read L. Jong's because I have an immediate response to his. In response to last week's question, I dig uh, the more focused con- conversation week on week. And maybe can we get next week's topic in YouTube podcast description since we don't have time codes? We do have time codes. You're right. Yeah. And next week's topic is Sonic. We're going to go watch Sonic. No one at this table is going to... Well, I am, but you guys aren't. No, I uh, we're going to have one Gary Wooda. Tim Gettys and Blessing. We're all going to watch Sonic and talk about how we felt about it. And I'm very excited. Very, very excited. So next week's bronze topic is... Are you excited for Sonic? The show is on Thursday, but just tell me whether you're excited about it. What are your touchstones to it? What's what's Jim Carrey been up to? You know, let me know. What's your temperature in degrees? Are you Mm -hmm. 98 degrees in this thing? Are you 104 or are you dead? Short messages. Don't make them really long, or else I'll have to Twitter. Make like, them at least yeah. three paragraphs long. Uh, let's see. That Matt Bowers uh, says, digging the format. Everyone is very positive. Thank you guys so much. People seem to like this format, and I'm enjoying it too. Digging the format of ha- uh, having a single topic to discuss with new episodes. Also, I don't think it was on the list you guys looked at, but there's a new Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, it wasn't uh, announced at the time that we did that. The new Wes Anderson movie that's oh, coming it? out what this year. It? It's called French Dispatch, and I'm very excited Excellent. for it. Mm. I'm so in. Uh, Surf31 says, on the show's new format, while I think dropping the news and trailer talk is fun, I do wish you guys kept what we've been watching as a weekly segment as your informed opinions help me decide what shows and films are actually worth watching and which I can skip. I also like that section a lot. That, we'll just do that, that segment takes that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Minutes, actually, doing that monthly. monthly, yeah. Why not? Mm. Let's discuss that more. Because the thing is, this you're just going to hear me talk about the fucking Monty Python documentary I've been watching for like the last week. Because it takes me a week to watch it anyway. So, yeah. If we do it monthly, at least we'll have a new crop of stuff that people yeah. can catch up yeah. with. That might I can be only fun. talk about the Circle for so long, you know. Yeah. Fuck, stop talking about the Circle. Uh, Matt Edwards. It. Matt Edwards says, "I love the new format of the show. Really enjoying the discussions and dedicated topics. I personally think you should still make time uh, in the episode." for the news section. I always enjoyed hearing the thoughts of the latest. Plus, sometimes I found out things I didn't know about before this episode, or the episodes. Um, I, I love the news, but I think that what we want to do is, like, what I'd like to do is, like, if there's a giant breaking news, make that the whole topic. Because uh, mm-hmm. otherwise, we just can't dedicate too much... Like, even now, the show is an hour and a half long. Because we love talking about movies. We do. It's my fault for talking about Leonardo DiCaprio so much. I apologize. And Brad Pitt. There was a lot of Joker talk yeah. in the beginning, too. So good. But yeah, thank you guys all for writing in. Lots of people wrote in. Everyone was positive. Not one person was like, oh, no, change it back. So Dope. I think maybe we'll stick with this. Next week is Sonic's review discussion. Got to go fast. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it's going to be great. You guys get Gary Wood back. You guys yeah. love that. Uh, and then, yeah, join us Sunday for the stream around 4.30. Is what we're thinking? Yeah, I think 4.30 will go. Yeah, that sounds good. It'll be fine. All right, all right. Um, you can follow Nick at... Nick underscore Scarpino. You can follow Joey at Joey Noel. You can follow me at Kind of Funny Kevin. Uh, go to the movies and watch uh, maybe Birds of Prey. Maybe. I don't know. Definitely watch Birds of Prey. Uh, yeah. There it is. 